Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. Today is day 821 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. The past several weeks on Wednesdays, we have been focusing on interpreting current events through a biblical worldview. To establish a biblical worldview, it is important that you also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help us to better understand God's Word, I would like to invest the next several weeks reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. I have been closely involved with the computer industry since 1980, which is 38 years now. When I first became involved, the personal computer was just started being released to the public, and they were just too expensive for most people. One thing we could count on from the very earliest days of the industry is that there would be frequent upgrades needed to keep up with the most current technology. The smartphones of today, which is literally a handheld computer, is thousands of times more powerful than when I was first involved with them. All technology devices are frequently upgraded along with their documentation. Another piece of documentation that was upgraded, which few of us are aware of, is the topic of our essay today, which is, even the Bible needed upgrading. Wait a minute, the Bible needed an upgrade? Those sound like fighting words to anyone who has a high view of scripture. An upgrade implies that something needed updating, but the Bible was timeless. That is true, but in this case, I would have to excuse myself from the ring. I wouldn't want to tangle with those responsible for the improvements the biblical writers, as well as the Spirit of God. Believe it or not, there is evidence that the Bible was updated. That may sound strange, but if you read closely, it is undeniable. Take Genesis chapter 14, verse 14 as an illustration. When Abram heard that his nephew Lot had been captured, he mobilized 318 trained men who were born into his household. Then he pursued Ketelemer's army until he caught up with them at Dan. Did you notice the problem with this verse? This was the time of Abram, a time before Moses and Joshua, before there was a promised land divided among the tribes of Israel. There wasn't even an Israel yet. So what's up with this reference to the land that belonged to the tribe of Dan? If we plotted out the battle between Abram described in this verse on a map with the places that were appropriate for Abram's day, we would see that the writer really meant that the enemy was pursued all the way to the place called Laish, not Dan. Many Bible critics would call this an error. But it isn't. Much later, in the days of Israel's judges, Laish was renamed Dan, as we are told in Judges chapter 18, verse 29. They renamed the town Dan after their ancestors, Israel's son, but it had originally been called Laish. Evidently, an unnamed editor updated the text of Genesis chapter 14, verse 14, after the name change took place. The editor likely did this to make sure that the readers of his own day would understand the geography. What most casual Bible students are not aware of is that much of the Torah, which is the first five books of the Bible, was finally recorded during the Babylonian exile, and it was based on the written narrative handed down from Moses. In other instances, the editor repurposed something already in the Bible to make it preached to their community. Psalm chapter 51, a well-known record of David's repentance after his sin with Bathsheba and murder of Uriah, is one of those passages. Psalms chapter 51 verses 18 to 19, though, ends by asking God to 
Look with favor on Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. The walls of Jerusalem were not in need of repair until after God's people were in exile, centuries later after David lived. The editorial edition is a masterful literary stroke. Just as King David repented centuries before, an editor sought to move the exiles into national repentance. It was the kind of example they needed. Though it seems strange, the updating of Psalms chapter 51 verses 18 and 19 and Genesis chapter 14 verse 14 gives us insight to the process of inspiration. It is then we can rest in the fact of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. All scripture is inspired by God and it's useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong with our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, Spellchecking the Bible. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we continue to build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute wisdom nugget that will provide you with a bit of wisdom that, if followed, will allow you to grow healthier, wealthier, and wiser each day. So encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our trek for today. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 820 treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. You can also subscribe to iTunes or Google Play so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, let to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.